Hello, welcome to the Sesh Podcast. It's week eight. I'm Dan. I'm with Mac and Jer. Hello. Hello. What have we been up to this week? Um, I'm going to start this week. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, so we just did a live session with uh, Taboo, which is Adam Burster from Brudis, and Joe Hudson, who manages Furpar, which is fun. We did that over the weekend at Eager Studios in Leeds, um, which is a really nice space and a rehearsal space that I was quite envious of. We should we should probably have something like that, shouldn't we? As in, they've got a cafe that like does alcohol and yeah. nice crisps and stuff as you walk in, and then it's like... Yeah, just a comfy place to practice. Have we got um, anywhere like that? We've got loads of like I mean, there are practice lots of rooms, but, but yeah, yeah. So there's, I mean, we're at Chocolate Factory currently, um, but obviously there's Gorilla and stuff like that. And gosh, um, yeah, there's quite a few in Hull basically. Um, but this one was just a bit, yeah, it sort of a little bit like walking into a bar, I guess, as yeah. you walk in and then. So it was nice. It was a good experience to listen. It's always good to listen back to. How how you sound live and realise all the mistakes. It's a good uh, process to go through. But uh, yeah, what about yourself, Joe? Anything else other than uh, that? I was going to say, speak for yourself when it comes to the mistakes. But um, <laughs> no, we just we was rehearsing for that, wasn't we? All last week, and that's been the main focus. And nothing else apart from going to a few pubs in the last week. But I'm already a little bit tired of the pub already. I think. <laughs> I've Have you been out for a beer yet, Dan? I haven't, no, but I've just been, I've been living through Joe and yeah, his, I've, his I've, antics, I've, his I've drinking absolutely antics. absolutely ruined myself already, so I've, I've, I've retired already after five days. Done. Quit the habit. Done. Um, what about yourself, Mike? What have you been up to? Yeah, uh, tough week to be fair. Started the week with a bit of bad news, like uh, tragically lost a friend on uh, Monday night in a car crash. So that sort of uh, puts down for the week. But, you know, other than that, I've been sort of trying to... Um, you know, like I've said in previous weeks, sort of plan, planning to reopen social when we can uh, do it properly, hopefully in May, and uh, sort of laying down some plans for potentially doing something with Umber Street Sesh later in the year, but it's still too early to sort of confirm anything there. But yeah, a week of mixed emotions already. Mm, yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that. Um, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been quite a few festivals have dropped off this mm. this week due Boomtown. to Boomtown, and Boomtown being a big one. Day shed cancelled today yeah yeah oh, so that's no. that's july so that's a matter of um, that's awful uh, that's down to insurance isn't it i think it is, it is, it's well you, you just can't get cancellation insurance all the big festivals have been sort of begging the government to sort of bail them out or at least help in regards to insurance but if you can't get cancellation insurance you know it's as boomtown said it's a 10 million pound gamble that it, that's just too much for them to take on at this time you know, after a year of inactivity, it's too much. So, uh, yeah, I can see a few festivals dropping by the wayside and potentially, you know, coming back in 2022. Yeah, it feels that way, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it depends on how June operates. And, and I've got it about Deershed, though, because Deershed's yeah. one that... I mean, they're still doing an event, I think, on the day. Are they? Just, yeah, if anyone's yeah. listening to this, I think they are doing like one a limited quite capacity sort of event close by to us really yeah. isn't it and yeah. I know a lot of our, our team at Umber Street Sesh you know I know like some of the contracts HPSS are quite involved with Deershed I know uh, Hannah Lockin our yep. beautiful Hannah who helps us with Umber Street Sesh in production and arts liaison she works at Deershed mm-hmm. each year and uh, I think there's quite a few you know sort of local bands that get a look in there as well and the lineup was really strong this year as well I believe yeah, yeah it was it's yeah. a shame such a shame well moving quickly on we're going to try to get through this um 
with, with speed as, as someone's got work to do, Sarge. At least I've already mentioned him. Um, I'm going to start with um, an artist who I just want you to listen to, Mac, and this is just sort of for the record, so I, I know I've spoken to you about him, but it's, uh, it's an artist called Eloise. Okay. So we were, uh, Lil Hummer were introducing Jack of the Week on Radio 1, just a nice plug there uh, at some point. Uh, the week after was Eloise, and um, she's an artist. I don't know if you remember seeing Bruno Major at Great Escape. I do. So yeah. it's very in much the tent. in. The, yeah, so she actually supported Bruno Major that year, I think, on a small. He was on the tour. beach, wasn't it? Yeah, he was on yeah, the beach and yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he put on a really good show, wasn't he? He was really entertaining. Yeah, so it's sort of like I guess it's jazzy. It's sort of yeah, just nice song craft. Like well crafted mm. songs, um, quite clean sounding. Um, but Eloise has released Intertwined this week, okay. um, and it's it's an absolute gem. She's just really really nice, and someone that I've been listening to f- for a while, and I think came to prominence due to a single called Subside, which I'm going to send you, and you'll have to listen to. You've got no choice. Um, so starting with that, there's someone that's a little bit further afield, but I'm going to move on to someone a little bit more local. Um, still a bit further afield. I think he originates from Driffield. Might be wrong, mm-hmm. um, but with Bryn Stag. <laughs> at Bryn Stagg's new track, Aesop. I don't know how much you remember about Bryn, but he used to be in a band called Vague. Yeah, of course. Uh, they played Sesh back in early 2017. Uh, that band's now split up, but since then, both Bryn and Sam Truman have gone on to form solo projects. I know you've had Sam hmm. do some stuff, I think, at Trinity Market, haven't you, yeah, with his Truman outfit? Sam's you know, been involved. Well, we've had him down here, haven't we, mm-hmm. with uh, Acoustic Sundays at Social. Mm-hmm. No, Sam's very much in our thoughts, and like Bryn is as well. Like, you know, it's great that Bryn's doing something, yeah, keeping busy. So Bryn put out uh, his self-titled debut EP last year in 2020, and then since then he's put out a couple of singles, including this new one called Aesop. Uh, whereas Vague was a bit more sort of straight-up alternative rock, this one's a bit more sort of dark and synthy, sort of sounds a bit like The Cure or New Order, that sort of style of stuff. Uh, it's probably also worth mentioning the musical talent that he's also got in his family because his, uh, his sister Bridie plays drums for him, but she also uh, plays with Priestgate. Of course, yeah. Uh, and yeah, for me, she's one of the sort of most no, interesting drummers yeah, in the city super. at the minute, probably. I think we're uh, moving on to Dee's Kid now, I believe. Yes. So um, Dee's Kid has released a single this week called Clocks. I'm sick of second guesses, I get myself in messes I'm screaming out loud, why's this life so precious? Determination's got me feeling weak, I can feel an evil streak inside me Keep it up on Twitter, bit memo boy, carry on kid, I'll get lively Got a good team beside me, keep on pulling, I bet you can't ride me Carry on with your cancel shit, I stand on my own too just like Wiley Stare in the midnight sky like Miley, you can't get me out of your head like Kylie If what I'll be will be, I'll leave you to drown in the sea at Farley So I think it's been six months since these kids uh, last solo work which is Wake Up um, which was sort of prime and ready for playing in in whole clubs I guess that was the realm that that sound was um, and would still sound good in clubs when lockdown's over Um, but Clocks takes a much more serious turn Um, Deez is brutally honest 
he's uh, he's got plenty of determination. Um, but what I liked about this one is it's got sort of we've mentioned it. I don't know if you remember this. We've mentioned auto tune several times. It's got sort of an auto tuned vocal chorus. Um, but I think that that potentially puts these kid into the bracket of Radio One prime time. Like mm. it really does sound like he's he's you know it's uh, he's so eloquent on the verses, and then really that chorus is is memorable. Um, but if you can remember where these kid came from and give us a little bit bit of background of his story, Mac, that'd be great. I love him. I think he uh, it's James Danville, uh, his real name, but these kid is what he goes under. Uh, first came to our attention at Linear Light when we were in the weekly sesh there. And uh, I think he came in alongside another artist in the city who was doing a bit of hip-hop at the time. A guy called Spider was really interesting. But Dee's just came, he was like, you know, boundless energy. Could, yeah, I'm saying it now. But he could spit bars properly. <laughs> he could, he could. I mean, he's, he's, he's got the talent, he's got the skills. And uh, he became part of Shadu's uh, sort of team. And like Shader's right hand man on stage, really, alongside Joe the Third and that. And, uh, you know, he's come to prominence a bit more in the last sort of two or three years through working with Shader. But he's always had that talent. And to see him doing his solo stuff now is great. And yeah, I'd love to see him, like, you know, step up and go more solo and uh, become a name, a force of nature himself. Like, he's, he's, he's a quality, quality guy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think um, if he does go solo, he'll be. You know, it'd be a real. Um, it could be a real. Um, is it export an export of the the city if he can travel and do something? Mm. It'll, you know, it'll, well, that's it'll the thing. We, you know, navigate back to us if he if he shines uh, off off his own back, which he is doing really. I mean, that's our ultimate goal in it for all these you know artists that we speak about is to sort of get attention outside the city of Hull and outside this region and and sort of put Hull on the map and you know and get the credit they deserve really. Great, so I'm going to mention um, a band that's yet to play Sesh. Um, so an, a nod to, to Dylan Burton and Unwired Society, who are a punk band, a, a three-piece, um, that this year sorted out a new lineup, a really cool-looking lineup, and have their second single, Blackout, which came out, I think, this week, maybe last week. Um, so that includes joint vocals, gang chants. It's, it's the well-trodden punk format, which reminds me of... Sort of uh, Hull's new breed with Casey reminds me of um, of of the new Adelphi Club. You know those nights where you'd you'd, you'd walk in and see three amazing punk bands you'd, you'd never seen before. Um, yeah, so, so their new single Blackout, and then moving on to another artist um, who hasn't played Sesh, um, Charlotte Jane. Charlotte, I guess, has played Humber Street Sesh, as has Dylan before. Um, we've worked with Charlotte quite a lot, and, the, and Sarge was working with her over last week in, in the, well, actually yesterday, wasn't it, at the Welly Club, filming some live sessions for this new EP, um, which I've picked the song Refuge from, um, which is a beautifully layered song. It's got wonky arpeggios over 
sort of um, piano stabs and a reverb drenched snare. Um, it gives Charlotte the space to weave a, a melody over some uh, like stunning harmonies. Um, I guess he's become one of the city's greatest talents. Um, we knew that already, really. Yeah, um, well. This fairly established it. She came out of nowhere, though, for us, yeah. didn't she? Yeah. You know what I mean? She didn't go down the traditional route of, you know, in Hull herself, in her hometown. She came from beyond, like, even though she was from Hull. And uh, when she came to us, you know, with Humber Street Sess, she was a ready-made, you know, polished artist and someone who can hold that stage and hold it well as a solo artist. She's, you know, she's incredible. What year did she perform? Was that the last year? 2018, I think, was her first performance, was it? For us, it's on the street session. Then she come back 2019. I do remember the 2019 on the um, what was meant to be the big top. The alter, yeah, alternative main stage. Yeah, where life played. And yeah, played. and that was really good. She sort of brought us a small band with her back. I remember the cat. Remember it. But it's a it's a rare commodity, isn't it? Like an artist come to us from this city that you know we knew very little about to actually come to us and be radio on red, you know, ready. She yeah. was ready. You know, I think it. We've I only think said that a few times over the years about certain acts. We talk about the the tri- like a format of we've talked about two formats really, and one of them is honing your craft and playing live and slowly getting better and then releasing, you know, work and then hopefully people get involved with you or being a really tight band that immediately has links and comes out that way and then Charlotte, I guess. I hope I've got this right, but I guess she's come from a different way, as in she's gone and done songwriting sessions in London, mm. really honed her craft that way, and then sort of completely missed that element of coming coming out, you know, playing yeah. Hull and, and Len and then gone on tour with flipping Lewis Capaldi. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Which is yeah, one hell of a leap. And then, and then, then come back and sort of sold out Polar Bear several times, and, and there's an already, like, a an audience there that... Lover and yeah, I mean, is quite there, rightly. Is there something to be said there about sort of networking outside the city at an early, an early point rather than you know? I mean, like yourself with Fever, really. Mm-hmm. You know, Fever, um. Fever as a band, Joe. You 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 sort of bypass the traditional route, you mm-hmm. know, playing the toilet gigs around the city, yep. and you sort of came as a fresh band that already had those contacts. Was that from the experience that you'd learnt with previous bands? Yeah, and with that's the boys? what I mean. It's easy for pe- yeah. people to forget the other. Mm. Half a dozen bands, what you've played in yeah, the yeah. last ten years, isn't it? But, but I Charlotte, get, I don't think she had that background at nah, all, did she? But you only get one chance, though, to launch. I guess it's a bit like when you rebranded Low Hummer. It's like you only get one shot at being a new band. Mm. So I guess you've just got to strike at the right moment and, like, say, wait until you've got them contacts in place. I guess, which is what she's done. I remember she played at the Polar Bear actually, and like we didn't know that it was sold out. We just got told that it's just a local gig night. So I, I turned up expecting like forty people to be in. It's and it turned up and it's like 200. It's yeah. like, fucking hell. Wonder the staff there, Johnny. Come on. And she's lovely too, isn't she? She's yeah, she's really down well. to earth. She's no airs or graces or out like yeah. that. Yeah. She's yeah. proper old gal. You know. Yeah. Well, we're hoping we'll we'll get to chat to her um, next week or, you know, whenever the, this podcast comes out. Oh, we, okay. we may have already spoken to her about, you know, the process of where she's come from. And I think it's a, a reminder that, um, a little bit that, um, I can't remember what my, my reminder is. I've, it's immediately gone. Do you know when you do that? Well, can, can I pick Go up on Unwired Society from yeah, before? Course, yeah, Because I yeah. didn't really speak too much about them. I've been aware of them for a number of years. I think Dylan, the lead singer, um, I think I actually worked with his mum uh, when I first came to all in the early 90s. I worked in a jean shop with his mum, Kerry. And I know his dad as well, Steve, who was in a band, one of the first bands that I put on and 
in the city of Hull before Sesh, a band called Orange Street. Uh, but no, Dylan, he's, he's been sort of part of the scene now for a good sort of five to eight years, I'd say. You know, he's been chomping at the bit to sort of, you know, break through. And I think it's someone that we need to take, you know, take notice of with, with that session, get him in, you know. Yeah, I definitely. I haven't really had back. that many recordings on, so I'm going to take note. Of, what's it called? Clocks? Uh, no, so that was... Um Gosh, that was that was D's kid. So on my side is blackout. Blackout. Yeah, well, so I'm gonna check that out. Have you, uh, have you mentioned their podcast? What you featured on, Dan? Yes, I featured on their podcast. On on wide society's peas in a pod. Peas in a podcast. Yeah, brilliant. Joe listened to the full thing, all ninety minutes, which was very terrifying. Never getting that time back again, Dan. Yeah, just kidding. They were great. It's just just Dan. So yeah, it was really good actually. It was really good to chat to other people, and they were really complimentary about Sesh. Um, I I I love their enthusiasm. I see it online. I don't really sort of you know speak to them in person, or I haven't spoken in in person you know for a long while. But I see it online that they're really enthused, and you know they're. They want to be part of what we're doing and that, and I think it's someone that we'd need to take note of. Great, that's that's a nice adage. And also, I remember my <laughs> reminder now. Um, but my reminder was that um, you can get quite um, local-centric, can't you? As a as a band and an artist, you can, you know, especially we've found that with from a street session, people get quite upset if they don't manage to get the right lineup and stuff like that. It's just always worth reminding that there's so many links outside of the city that you you need to tap into really. Yeah, After at a certain point, it's really important you get out and and that favors your career, I guess. And whole maybe we've just got a weird thing where we can we have a really. Um, really amazing job of putting someone in front of hundreds of people straight off the bat you know if they're a relatively new band we can put them in front of hundreds and it's like why would you then go play to nobody mm-hmm. in like another city but it's just part of the process you have to do and sometimes we, sometimes we almost have it a bit too good if that makes sense sometimes as an artist you're like oh we get to play this great stage and stuff and it's hard to then try and pick that up outside the city so it's, but it's worth reminding that You've you've got it really. You've mm. got a gal there, you have and, to, it's important to and and if something doesn't come your way in Hull, and it's no, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's exactly. not like it really isn't. Especially with Sesh, if someone you know, people treat it, it's the same. Yeah. If, if we've had it, we've had like a show where it's gone badly in Hull, um, and it's just one of those things. You can't, but it feels like the end of the world because it's like your mates and stuff. But but it's one of them things, and you've got to be be. Broadcast I think we were a little bit too all centric when we, mm. you know, sort of, for the first sort of five, ten years of the session, we were very all centric. You know, it, most weeks it was just sort of bands from the city or the region playing. It's only sort of when John really got involved, and then yourself got involved, and we started bringing acts in from outside. It sort of made us realise that this is happening in other cities, maybe not in the same format as we do, but there are some really healthy scenes across the country, especially in the north sort of west and sort of northeast and that and like we make those connections now with them when we bring these acts in and we've benefited tenfold since we've started doing that you know it's aspirational for the acts that we work with from the city but it's also aspirational for ourselves you know working with these different promoters and venues and you know talking about other scenes so yeah i I think it people have got to be aware of that you know we big up all because we want to put all on the map Mm. as in put hole on the map with industry but don't get bogged down and just thinking like you know you want to get to the top of the tree in hall because it means nothing you know you just want to get engaged with industry mm-hmm. not just be all oh, headline band at umber street session or mm-hmm. headline band on a tuesday night session that means nothing yeah absolutely um yeah so we'll move on to uh artist focus this week 
Sounds so old, that, doesn't it? Band for art, 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 artist, focus. Slurred I just days. had a meltdown. Artist. Doesn't that sound like Cole? Artist. <laughs> Sorry. This is part, this part of the podcast. He's still this with us, Sexy Sarge. Yeah. Sexy Sarge is still with us. Um, so our band focus up. this week is um, a band, well, I say an, a musician um, that goes by the name Slurred Days. Fish, um, formerly of Smiler, if you remember Smiler, man. I love Smiler. Right, yeah, great band. Um, Sonny was the top front man. Yeah, really good band. Um, so that's sort of, I guess, is that your introduction to Alex, like mine? Was that the same with you, Joe? Was through Smiler? Yeah. Yeah, it must be weird for him, though, still being sort of connected to that when it's like at Yonks least ago. eight or nine years ago and obviously the music is doing now it's a million miles yeah. away isn't it it is a million miles away from Smiley I guess so yeah it's just yeah sorry it was in my notes it's not it's, not. it's like no, it's you were in the band Breeze Joe that's what, that's what I mean like, I'm sure Alex is the same he just you sort of you look you at your hide, past and you? you cringe a little bit don't you I'm sure but that's, that's, that's my history anyway it's not, Alex, not Smiley <laughs> let's cut that out um, I guess well I guess from I'd known Alex for a a while through Smiler and then he'd always threatened that he was going to put a project together um, and maybe he played a couple of acoustic gigs um, across the city uh, with us and we had various chats about him actually getting going and started and he did really well with his WEP Heartlands which was um, a breath of fresh air really for us in the city um, because it it delved into different elements that we didn't have at the time, which is sort of nostalgia, escapism. It's quite a summertime feel record, which is quite unusual for the City of Hull. Um, was it the 10-inch one with the TV screen, the helmet? Yeah. 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 No, I've got that. So there's yeah, like a brilliant. range of influences on there which make it sound more worldly, than, even though obviously his inspiration was always going to be from Hull because that's where he's from. Uh, it's got a very universal appeal. Um, and I guess that he's become an artist we should definitely focus on in the next 12 months um, because he's created something amazing there and we know that he'll do it again. Um, he's working on a second EP, um, and I, which uh, I should mention with Johnny Hooker from Young Thugs. So I, I can't remember Johnny. how they, they linked up, but I think that's been a, a really a match made in heaven for the pair of them. Um, I might be wrong in this year, but I'm fairly certain that Alex does most of the recording and takes it over to yeah, I Johnny. Think, to I think it's just anything Alex can't do at home, what he then goes and does with Johnny. But I know he takes in like 75% of it to Johnny and builds it from there, really. 
it's so good that it can create something like Heartlands, or, you know, the most of Heartlands, all those instruments is something that a, a producer at home has put together. Mm. Um, and he hasn't had, felt that pressure to bring out a band, which is Sesh Realm, really, mm. when you put a band together. Yeah. I know he has played maybe one show, it, it just sort of like an experiment. So when we did Adelphi last year, he opened up for us and like he just put the band together. So I think he had like a live drummer and he had like someone like, you know, playing computers that's not a thing is it that's a thing uh, yeah so I think he's just putting the band together I don't think we, we've a, we haven't had him as a band have we no no yeah. so that'd so be really exciting to yeah. see so that I guess he's in no rush to do that especially if he's working on more work, uh, more music it's not something that needs to be part of his repertoire at the moment but we can't no, wait to have him sort of yeah. I think he is. ready by September. Uh, he's got a, really I'm sure helpful. he's got a guitarist on board. Sure, yeah, I think Toby Needler potentially is involved. So, um, which would be cool. He's a great guitarist. So, yeah, that'd be amazing. That would be the missing piece, I guess, for us is being able to put him in front of a, a, a summer day at Umber Street Sesh oh. sometime soon. And listen to anything from Heartlands would be incredible, wouldn't it? Be really good. I think it'd work really well with Broken Orchestra. Yeah. I think them and Slow. Yeah, I think it's only taken him a while because I think with the band stuff, it's gonna like I think to replicate what he's done on record, it's gonna be quite difficult. Like obviously, there's so many layers, and I think it's gonna be a case of you know playing to an element of track and that sort of stuff. Whereas obviously, it's a lot easier when it's just sort of a bit more meat and potatoes guitar band to be able to pull it out live. I guess. I think that's why I'm attracted to it because of the layers. Yeah, of yeah. course. I do like I do like the music with layers and texture and. Yeah, well, I know he uses a lot of samples and stuff. It's not, because mm. I don't think it's just his recordings all the time. Do you know what I mean? It's bits he's found. and He's a scratch DJ. <laughs> Get Mac in. Mac in I think, scratch I, think I said that to every band that played <laughs> Session 2018. Scratch DJ. Every band. I think I even said it to Loama. You know what you're missing? It's a scratch, scratch DJ. DJ. I just wanted every band to have a scratch DJ. <laughs> I would look quite like to add how good Alex Fish is solo. Because he's incredible, yeah. isn't he? What, like again, I said. I think I said escapism, and it is escapism. Just watching him play a half-hour set. You lose yourself. Yeah. To Alex. Just a really like beautiful, calming voice, um, and yeah, a really good guitarist as well. It shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't forget he's he's an excellent guitarist. So, yeah, he's one of our finest, and hopefully in the next twelve months we'll have more work from him, and and hopefully even a, a band, and he can be a front, you know, front bearer for the city. While I'm here, go on. While I'm here, um, <laughs> something that's come come to mind is we need to find out if there's any artists within our sort of realm that have come through Wilberforce College. So we'll put, I'll put that out on the podcast, hopefully, and uh, someone might get in touch and say, yeah, they were part of like Wilberforce alumni or whatever. They've come through Wilberforce College. I, I don't want to brag, but I actually want to... Wilberforce Music Award once. Yeah, you know, perfect. You're in, you're in the realms of greatness is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So Fever have come through Wilberforce College, I yeah. can say. Some, some of them did. Some yeah. of them didn't do as good as That's me, what I need to know. Uh, Where yeah. People were asking about you, Dan. Did, did you go to college? People were asking about me. <laughs> yeah, they were, actually. You? Well, Elise earlier. Oh, that's kind. <laughs> Elise was going to... Uh, yeah, I went to college. Hall College, not Wilberforce. No. I didn't go to Wilberforce, no. I let the, let the side down. What was your... What was the music award? Ah, oh, just published, you know... Uh, Play with a season or something like that. Um, <laughs> Most improved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Most yeah. improved from my I football yeah. team. I don't know. I got 
I'll dig out the trophy. Next week on Sesh Powers, we find out what the has. Tune in. What's the best award? Clubman. Clubman of the Year. Clubman of the Year is the one. That's just like licking the attendance award. Well, I shouldn't say that now, but that's just. That's that's the that's the bottom layer. Then it's most improved because it's like, oh, you've tried. Do you know what I mean? If you get and you know your shit. <laughs> Cheers, <man. laughs> Sorry, yeah. Uh, another mention is obviously within the next month we'll be doing the Acoustic Sundays at Social. That's the plan, right? So um, we we did the Acoustic Sundays traditionally at Fruit back in there, and then we started um, doing the Acoustic Sundays at Social in 2020, which was yeah a real um, just really nice. We had some old. Um, friends from Fruit came down but then also we had quite a lot of new people that came and watched the artists every Sunday I think it was from half 12-ish something like that we, we tailored the timings and we'll be doing that but if you are an acoustic artist that wants to play the Acoustic Sunday uh, then then reach out to us on the on the SESH socials because we'll be we'll be booking that in the next week you know, without blowing our own trumpet, I think it's a lovely sort of ambience in there, the vibes, right? Nice table, you know, um, nice civilised nice, table. yeah, nice <laughs> tables. No, and we've got like, you know, civilised table service and uh, the acts do get looked after and get paid as well. Acts get paid with us and, uh, yeah, we look after them and uh, we shout shout from the rooftops about them as well, don't we? So, uh, it's, yeah, it's worth getting in touch if you fancy a slot down at Social for Acoustic Sunday. Perfect. All right, we'll let Saj go and do his, you know, his busy day. Uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>